0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the 91 Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and this is Season 1, Episode 10 of my podcast. Guys, this is a safe space to discuss various topics and get different perspectives from myself and other people. And when I when I mean safe space to talk about various topics, I mean pretty much everything. Uh, if there is a topic that is kind of uncomfortable... We'll kind of tread lightly on that, on that subject. Pretty much this place, we could talk about religion, science, uh, relationships between people, uh, sex, music, art, various different things that uh, that we experience in the world. So this is what my podcast is about. And also we have interviews on my show uh, last week, I released episode 9. I did an interview with my buddy, DJ Still Arms. Um, if you haven't listened to that podcast, go check it out. It's up there on Anchor and multiple different platforms like Spotify, Google Account, Cast, Breaker, Apple. Uh, guys, please definitely check that out. It's it's un- it's about it's just about an hour. Um, so, yeah. So, guys, welcome. And, and for all those who's listening, thank you. I very much appreciate you for listening. Um, today, the, the topic we're going to talk about, uh, there, there really isn't a topic that I have today to discuss. Today, we're going to uh, get to know a little bit more about me and what I'm going through currently in my life. So today's episode is titled Discovering Jay um but before i go any further in in the last episode for episode 9 uh, i had mentioned patrick day uh one of the guys i used to go to high school with um at that current time his condition was critical but um i wasn't sure on how far along he was in in his um in his condition um well aside from the fact that he was critical i didn't know if he was going to make it or not but uh he passed away um I'm forgetting the day. Actually, I actually have the obituary next to me. He passed away on October 16th. Uh, Patrick Day, we used to go to high school. He passed away at 27. Um, He was a professional boxer, and he had gotten to a match, a fight with, uh, I I forget the gentleman's name. Uh, I'm I'm not going to. Yeah, I can't mention his name because I don't remember exactly Conwell's or something like that. But he got into a one of his matches um Saturday night uh that was A that was October 12th and he was knocked unconscious and he he was rushed uh to to get brain surgery done and um, days later uh he was pronounced deceased so I went to his uh um, his wake service last Friday so excuse me um, my condolences to all the family and friends we lost someone very dear to us um, he was a cool guy in high school um, just just You know, he went out, and we all kind of said it. You know, those that were at his uh, wake service for that Friday, um, we all, you know, me and the other guy, we were talking, um, someone from high school. uh, He said, you know, he went out doing his dreams. He he went out fighting. So, you know, boxing is a very violent sport, and a lot of the boxers they know what they get themselves into, but it is still. It's a terrible, it's a terrible loss when, you know, obviously, um, someone dies in a match, uh, and the family is left picking up the pieces. Uh, but yes, my, my condolences go to him, go to him and his family. Um, God rest his soul. May he rest in peace. And, um, yeah, I'll say this one thing in high school, we used to sit together and, and um, Fridays every Friday they, they would have uh chicken patties, and um, me and a couple of guys, and him, I, you know, I was very heavy, very big at that time, and I, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. And I I would even ask him for like a piece of like his sandwich, and he's like, nah, man, you know, um, I'm kind of hungry, Sam, man, I'm sorry, but I gotta eat, and you know, it, it was just. Nice for me to know, like, yeah, there was someone, you know, he was skinnier than me, someone that ate way more than me, and that someone that loved food just as much as me. And um, I didn't know he was doing boxing until after high school. I'm like, oh, okay, I I get it now. But um, rest in peace, Patrick Day. He was a champion as well. You'll never be, you'll never be forgotten, and you'll go down in history. So, yes. To get on with this, uh, 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 this episode. I, I didn't want it to be a downer. It's not a downer, but so discovering Jay. Now, um, this is not going to be a long episode, um, but I just kind of want to talk about where, I, where I'm at mentally, emotionally, spiritually in my journey in this walk of life as a young man. 28 years old with uh responsibilities and family and friends and in and in a, and, and a relationship. So yes I'm Jay. Well this is like Jay is my uh my podcast name. I'm not gonna give my <laughs> full name. Well yeah, Jay is my podcast name and um I have a mother and a brother and various brothers and sisters that are way older than me and I and I have a girlfriend. I have nieces and nephews. I have friends and I'm pretty much a family guy. I'm a stand-up guy. I try to live my life honestly by the books. I'm probably more so like a book smart person, book nerd person. A little bit of street smarts, but not so much. Um, maybe my brother, my younger brother, he's probably more street smart person with some, you know, book smart knowledge, but currently right now, <clears throat> excuse me, just, I just had breakfast, uh, excuse me. pancakes with bacon and uh coffee from seven 11. I honestly, side note, if I had to choose. What kind of coffee I would, where I would go to buy my coffee, whether it's Starbucks or 7-Eleven, I will go to 7-Eleven. But I like them both for different reasons. If I want to get cheap coffee, I don't want to pay that much and I can you know, get a bang for my buck, I will go to 7-Eleven and they have a lot more perks in my opinion. The more coffee you buy on your seventh coffee, you get a free of coffee if you have the app, which I have the app and I have a a whole lot of points, I have like over 4,000 points. I thought it was hard to get those points, it's actually not that hard. Um, And then for Starbucks, if I want like a more distinct, stronger, more kind of a bitter coffee, I'll go to Starbucks. It's a a little bit more expensive, but you know, if I want something like really, really good, I'll go there now, depending on what 7-Eleven you go to see when I, and I'll get to that in a little bit, as far as I didn't, I didn't mention it yet, but I'll say this when I go to downtown Manhattan, like the the financial district, they have premium coffee at 7-Eleven. It's Compare, I would say, better than Starbucks, in my opinion. Um, So everywhere is different. I like, I like 7-Eleven, and I have a red cup that I bought from 7-Eleven. Oh my God, I love red. Red is my favorite color. Now, back to discovering uh, Jay. So yeah, currently right now, I'm in between jobs. Like I don't have a full-time job at the moment, but I uh do gigs, and the gigs are like I do uh cleaning jobs, shopping jobs. Like I, I just started my shop insta instacart shopper account, so I will be doing that as well until I move into a full-time position. Um I currently uh me, my mom, my brother, we're trying to work out living arrangements. Um also, you know, I'm not going to get too much into detail about that, but just overall what's been affecting my emotional, my mental, my spiritual standpoint. Um, also, uh, you know, I, I have a relationship with my girlfriend, and that's a, 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 a big thing for me because I am a family man, and I and I do want to have a family. There's times where I teeter back and forth with the idea of having kids, um, but. Obviously, my girlfriend, she wants to have a child, so I don't want to deny that from her. And I, and mind you, I love kids. Um, It's just, we both agree that once we're financially stable, uh, we can, we can do that. And, you know, also just uh, being an artist, loving, loving creativity, loving to create things, whether it's drawing, making my own video games or working on that um working on this podcast doing youtube having instagram account uh working on a uh, merch a merch uh uh a merch site these all these things play um and just and, and also dealing with family and just having that connection with family having a strong connection it, where we just talk and get to find out get to like know what's going on in our lives all of these things have been weighing on my mind. Everything from job to relationships with family to pursuing your uh, your dreams to being in a relationship and wanting to start a family finances. All these things currently right now weigh on my mind is because there's a lot of things that I want to see happen, but they're not yet in effect. And it's been Slightly, no, it's, it's not slightly, it's been depressing. How has this a- affect me emotionally? It's been depressing. How has it depressed me? So, let me explain. Uh, for the past, I would say, I'll say a good three years since 2016 up until this point, there's just been a lot of back and forth with like whether me and my mom is going to leave New York to go down South or stay. And myself not being in the greatest financial situation and having to be there for my mom because my dad, he's passed away a long time ago. Um, I had to be like the man of the house. I had to be the strong one. Excuse me, you know, being the oldest. Excuse me, you guys are gonna probably hear some burping, so just forgive me. I say excuse me. Um, <laughs> I hope your eardrums don't blow out with those burps. Anyway, um, <laughs> having to do that for so long, and is I've, I've been doing it for a mom since you know, 2007, since my dad's been gone. Um. It's been kind of tough on me as a young person where I didn't want to do, I didn't want to be there for my mom and selfishly enough. I i wanted to live more so a young carefree life as a young adult and just kind of enjoy life instead of having to be burdened with just being there for, uh, for my mom for moral support and then uh, trying to be there financially. Uh, you know, growing up a lot faster than I had to. But the beauty of it is that I, I've i gained this wisdom and experience as a young adult. Um, I'm actually a lot wiser or, you know, a lot more mature um, compared to people my age. And I've kind of always been forward thinking anyway, since I was young, I've had my parents were a lot older. I don't have young parents. So... I had mature, mature enough parents that showed us the right way, in, in my eyes, um, and they're not perfect, but just showed us the right way on, on how to do things, and um, it's it's benefit me, in my opinion, to where uh, like for example, my you know my girlfriend, she's older than me. I like older women, and. You know, I find that being a young guy that's mature mentally, um, at times, because I still have immature ways, um, it's appealing. They're like, okay, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of potential right there uh, for him. Okay, cool, I like this. Um, but it's it, it, it has been stressful. I want to like, let you guys know it has been stressful because when I had to kind of do the adult thing, my brother, my younger brother, um, he was able to kind of be more free and, and kind of just be out there a lot more compared to me. Um, but he, he had his own situations that he was dealing with. So I had to be there strong, strong for my mom. And it led up to the point where being there for your, your your family member and then not knowing what decision they're going to make in their life affects you because if like for my for myself I I wasn't financially stable I I don't like I'm a particular person I just don't want to do any kind of job that's just me maybe if I was that type of person things would be a lot different they they actually they would but With that being said, um, not knowing where she wanted to be kind of in my mind, not, you know, in my mind, I couldn't keep a pulse of where, where we were going to be stably so that I can make a definitive decision. Like, okay, we're going to be here. Boom. Cause I I was afraid that I was, I, I would establish myself at a certain job or a certain occupation. And then we would just leave. I'm like, wait a minute. And because I had to be near my mom to give her that moral support, you know, as the son that was, you know, with her, my dad told me to like take care of my mom, like, like make sure I take care of her, like watch over her. I felt like indebted to my father. I felt like I was going to let him down and let her down. And I'm such a uh, person pleaser. I didn't want to let anyone down, but ultimately it's like, I was letting myself down because I wasn't thinking about myself. I was thinking about other people. And that was the part that kind of frustrated me because when I wasn't being taken into consideration, I've given so much of myself to, um, someone that hasn't, didn't think, you know, how does he feel in this situation? You know, it it, it really upset me and it really messed with me emotionally and mentally and kind of strained our relationship. And then once I met my girlfriend, it was I was starting to like really get like my joy back. Someone was like putting a smile on my face that it it wasn't about it wasn't just about business. It wasn't just about, you know, where we was going to live. What we had to do, just like it, it, it just it, it took some stress off of off of me, and 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 you know, I'm not a guy that always has like a lot of girls and girlfriends and things like that. I'm like more singular. I'm just like one person. That's what it is. Boom, you know. Yeah, I see girls. Don't get me wrong. I see a lot of beautiful women. I'm very enticed by their body. I I like the way they look. You know, there's a lot of beautiful women out there. And for me, I have a a huge range of appeal, whether you're skinny or fat. Like if you, if you're attractive in my eyes, I'm like, you're appealing. Like I, I I like many different shapes, sizes, colors. Um, If my girl's listening, Hey, babe, you know, you already know, but you know, Like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything on the side. Just, (laughs) just wanted to say that, but uh, anyways, when it comes to that, that affected me mentally regards to my mother and not knowing where she wanted to be. And she, and I, and I started to learn that she was figuring it out herself. Because when she was with my dad, when he was alive, he had, um, he was like, he was much older than my mom, head of the household. He made a lot of the decisions. And because he was the man of the house and my mom kind of like went with that, uh, she didn't have to think so much. And now that he's not here, a lot of the responsibility fell on her. And I kind of stepped in as like my dad 2.0. Um just just without the money, pretty much. And I'm her son. So that affected me. Then, you know, in the meantime, trying to pursue a career, trying to pursue my art. I've been drawing since I was five years old. I love illustrations, I love cartoons, I love art. That's what like that's what gives me passion. Um I love video games, I love anime, reading manga, which is just, uh, manga is just known for Japanese comics, Um, going to movies, seeing Marvel movies, um, reading up on fantasy stories, you know, playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you know, playing Pokemon on my Game Boy Advance or any handheld uh, having friends that were just big nerds like myself, um, going to events like Comic-Con, New York City, Comic-Con in the city when, when they have in October, um, those were the things I was trying to pursue. It's just, there was a lot that I was dealing with that for my, my, for for one, uh, being being inconsistent with my craft. That was something that was of my doing. And also not being there mentally to just focus in on it, uh, not being disciplined enough to, to have a, a discipline to focus on on the craft. Uh, it was, I would say, 50% myself and why I'm not further along in my art career and my in that industry and 50% circumstances. I... And also I'm the type of person where I usually beat myself down. Like I beat myself up for things that I don't do or do. And I'm at this point in my life, I'm starting not to, uh, condemn myself. I'm beginning to, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so sorry guys. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm starting to let myself off the hook for certain things because I, I, Not only that, I grew up in a way because I was a person pleaser and I would mess up a lot of times when doing things for other people, people would always get on me about it. And I, and I wasn't confident enough and strong enough in myself to like talk back, but I grew up in a household that talking back was like really not an option. And and for a lot of, um, black and Brown people, if you talk back, you are probably going to get a smack in your face. You don't do that. So when I had that kind of that mentality and those voices in my head, then I would, then I would beat myself up for not doing the things I needed to do. And it would be a constant cycle of just breaking myself down, which built, built upon my depression. So I had to like, I had to start finding my, my voice and it took years of building myself up with confidence. A lot of different things that added to that, you know. Going up to, to girls, talking to them, not caring if they turn me down or not, um, having my first sexual experience with a woman built up my confidence. You know, having good friends around me helped to build my confidence, and just getting different perspectives from there, from them. You know, telling them my story and then them reflect, then 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 them reflecting the accomplishments that I've made for myself saying like, you know, you've done better than you think, um, realizing that I've done a lot for so many people and they may not appreciate it as much as, uh, they, they don't appreciate it in the way that I would like them to appreciate it. But then I had to start realizing like, wait a minute, I've done so much for them. Why can't I do for myself? Being starting to break down that person pleaser mentality. It's been it's helped me at certain points in my life, but it's been like a detriment to moving forward because in this life, when you are going forward in this world and you have a crazy idea. In fact, it's not even crazy to you. It's just a big idea, a very ambitious goal. People that know you, they only they only know your limitations and they think that's what you are limited to they don't see your potential stick close to the people that see your potential. And that will be there to nurture it because the main thing you need, aside from money is people to encourage you to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And there was a lot of, there was a a long period of time and times in my life um, where I didn't believe in myself, but there was others that were next to me that cared about me, that believed in me. And you know, You know, sometimes it was family, more so it was friends. And that's just me being honest. And you know, my family may say, well, you don't open up enough for this, that, and third, blah, blah, blah. You know, know, my dad's side is American, my mom's side is Caribbean. So the Caribbean black side, they have a way of how they talk and do things. And especially my, my mom's side, like the family, uh if they don't think it's important they're not going to give it the time of day i'm being kind of vague but like i for i'll give an example um i may want to start my own music studio but for them for them being immigrants coming to this country from the caribbean their whole thing is get a stable job get a state job get a federal job get something with benefits and a lot of people think that way but don't do anything creative that makes no money and it's a lot of people I know a lot of I think a lot of first generation uh, uh, Americans that have immigrant parents understand that the thing that just for any of those listening Uh, This is a family friendly podcast as well. I just want to mention that you can pass this to your family or friends. If any parents are listening, if you're if you're from another country and you're raising an American child, just understand they're they're going to have some of your ways, but they're going to be more so American. And when you tell them they're American, don't be upset when they come back to you. American example. I remember I told my mom, oh, I'm Guyanese. And my mom would say, no, you're American. Okay, cool. That's great. Now, when it comes time, I'm being American to you where, mom, I think we should talk more. I think we should like, just let's have a regular conversation, not about where we're going to live, not about, and mind you, that will come up. I'm not saying not to have, you know, conversations about business, but let's just talk like we're friends. I'm not saying me and my mom are friends, but with my dad, I knew my dad. I had a relationship with my dad as far as I knew him. I knew his backstory, what, how he grew up when he was a young child, what his what his uh, childhood was like up until his adulthood, the things that he's been through. I don't know that from my mom. I don't. I don't have to know every single detail, but I don't really know my mom like that. And I would just like to have that connection with her in that sense. And also, because my dad was around for me and my brother, my mom was able, um, at her youth, when we were younger, she was able to kind of move around. And like, when I say move around, she did marry Kay. So she was able to pursue business ventures and do different things. And she knew, oh, if he's home, he's going to take care of the kids. I don't have to worry about them. But there was a lot of times where... Uh, We hung out, just the three of us, and not the four of us. It was very rarely we all hung out, the four of us. Mine, we had family gatherings, that type of thing, that people come to the house, my dad's side and my mom's side. You know, we've done things together that that wise. But, you know, I, at this point, that I have one parent, I I want to make the most and and the best out of our situation. So, listen... And when I and when I came to about being American and that type of stuff, as far as like just having that relationship, you know, that now is an issue if I'm looking for that connection and I'm being American. And I don't really say it's being American, but every culture approaches things, you know, differently. And one culture talking with family and having that communication is It's unheard of. It's not common. But in America, if you're fortunate enough, you know, talking, having conversations with family, that type of thing is, you know, it may be looked at as more American when it's really not. It's just family and community. But that might not be the best example, but (laughs) just if you have kids and you're immigrant and they're American, just open to their American viewpoint. Not all Americans are lazy. So that is something that played into my depression because and why I feel so strongly about having a relationship with, you know, my immediate family and just having a better bond and a better way of communicating instead of just talking loud, you know, a lot of people talk loud if you're from a culture where you talk loud it's normal. So that's something that and I I don't talk loud like that, but that's it kind of fits into my personality. But um, how it plays into my depression is that because I lost my father at a young age in my adolescent years, I as a young adult and as someone that is looking to start their family in the near future, I cherish people. Just what I was saying earlier in this episode, you know, I just, we just, you know, my town, we lost someone, um, 27. Patrick was 27 when he passed away. That's my brother's age. My brother's 27. And like, you just never know when you're here today and going tomorrow. So... I remember when I was dating my my, ex-girlfriend her mother would always tell me you only get one mother you only get one mother and I I was annoyed by when she said when when she used to say those words I didn't really I get why she was saying it but I didn't fully grasp her or understand it because at the time I I was still dealing with my mom and issues and you know dating my ex-girlfriend she didn't really like them like that because they were kind of like rambunctious a little bit and I get it my you know I, 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 I get it, I understand, but um now at this point in my life I really do get what she's talking about because this life is hard and if I was to lose my mom, I would be highly upset. Like that that would hurt. It that would be the like the last like the last parent I have, once they're gone, I can't get them back. Now it's just myself, me and my brother. And you know, I, I before we leave this earth, I just wanna have a better relationship, even if it's not how I would want it. It's better than before. I'm hopeful and I pray to God and, 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 and I talk to him about it so that I believe that we're going to get to that place. Also with the job, uh, well, maybe before I get to the job, me and my brother, we had a bad relationship growing up. We didn't really see eye to eye. It took until years later in our adulthood that we have a better relationship. He still does things that I don't like. I do things that he doesn't like. That's, you know, siblings do that. But we're better than we was before. He used to hang out with a lot of different guys, different friends that, you know, pretty much... Uh, um were bad influences, and he didn't like he didn't grow up in the street. But like, we were around people from the street, from the streets and stuff like that. Um, family from the streets, family that's that grew up in houses and 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 you know with mortgages, and that you know are kind of moving up. Like, I you know I'm from the street. Like I'm not from the street, but I can say me and my brother were in between the streets, and. The the, the the you know the clear saying like we're, like we're in between like like the the hey friend to the homie, so it's just <laughs> i don't know how to explain it we just like we know people from the projects we know people from the suburbs just it's just you know we we uh, there's all of us matter no one is not one is better than the other you know we all we're all in this together we all need each other so me and my brother our relationship it's, I would say, getting better. And if we do get upset with each other, I we some, one of us has to be the bigger person, and we try our best to do that. Um, also, job-wise, that's the thing now. Now, at this point, you know, I kind of have an idea or I, I do have an idea of what direction I want to move in regards to career-wise. I'm still going to pursue my art that's something that I do on the side but it's like you know what I'll do a slow grind and just be patient I'll just you know let me build this up over time and you know it'll speak for itself Um, if I even if I'm not the biggest person in the game regarding to uh, whatever direction I take with my art these are the things I would hope to achieve with my art put out put out at least two books a comic in a, in a, uh, in a ch- children's book, um, create a video game that I'm currently working on and build my fan base through social media. Cause when I do present a project or I'm going to do a meetup, or I'm going to have people show up and, and come and support my work. I've built up my fan base over time. It's taking some time and figuring out and just, you know what, let me just do it. That's the main thing that I'm doing. Like... Okay, be consistent. And that's a part that has been depressing because I'm trying to figure out how do I do this? And I'm thinking like, maybe I'm going to have to just get someone to assist me on the managing part. Like, you know what? Have someone to manage me. Like, you know what? This is this is the day-to-day schedule. This is what you're going to do. And you're going to, to stick to it. And we'll have some open spaces so that we can uh, make it versatile for your life. So it's like you, you yourself, your schedule doesn't dictate you. You dictate your schedule, but at the same time, there's a balance. You you also have to honor your schedule because in life, listen, life is a balancing act. There is no balance, but there should be balance. In my opinion, there should be balance in life. And so for us trying to get balance in our lives, in this world, where Continuously doing a balancing act. I said it in like in my earlier episodes um, when Lala was talking to Kevin Hart about how do you balance your family life and your career, and he's like, there really is no balance. You're always going to be juggling. It's it's like a constant juggling act. So that's what I've been learning and figuring out because when it comes to family, uh, you know, managing my time with family, managing my time with friends. Cause that's a relationship that you have to manage as well. i one of my episodes. I'm going to have my, my buddies uh, come over and we're going to all talk about like, uh, I might have a big, big gathering. So we all talk about how we manage like friendships as young adults. Cause it's easier when you're kids, but when you get to adult age, it's a lot harder. Um, I want to, I, I want to talk about that a lot more, but I, I, I'm just briefly touching on it on this episode. That's another uh, PowerPoint or a struggling point in, in, in my depression, managing all these things, balancing your work life with your family life, with your career, with your relationship, um, my current relationship with my girlfriend, trying to balance like my financial life, like all these different things for me has been somewhat depressing or has been depressing because I haven't managed, I haven't managed it well. So currently that's what I've been focusing on and trying to get better at and having, uh, you know, a conversation with, uh, my girlfriend, you know, we were talking the other day and, you know, I was just depressed and, you know, sometimes I see how far she's come and I'm and I'm kind of like I want to be happy for her and I and I am happy for her. like I'm, I'm happy for her but there's a piece of me that is like it stings a little bit because I'm not where I would like to be and I know she's not where she would like to be either but she's like better off and I and what I've also realized something I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw to you guys and this is about from all of us for mental health is that awareness having self-awareness being self-aware that is the key word write it down in your book put it down in your note on your phone keep it wherever have it as a note tag or you know this piece of, 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 the, of the podcast be self-aware of how of of how you interact with the world I know I'm an emotional being, I'm an emotional person. So I have to be self-aware about how my emotions are affecting me. And when I'm in a depressed state and I'm my I'm negative, uh, I don't want to take it out on anyone. So I would go and watch a video on YouTube. I would go play a game. I've been getting more back into like playing video games, not so much the console, but just the idea of like playing video games just to take my mind off of things, having that self care moment. Like what are the things I do to bring self care to myself that's gonna heal me and feel that like happy tank up. So where I don't feel, I don't feel anxiety. I don't feel depression. I don't feel like I'm in a negative headspace. I do certain things for self-care and also figuring out that part of my life when it comes to my spirituality, understanding that I need God so much more in my life as far as just communicating, having visual things that that brings me uh, positivity and joy. I actually made a vision board um, that has all the things I want to achieve in my life you know, and looking at it helps me to understand what that, what are the things that matter to me? I'm a very simple guy. It's, it's not that many things, but, but those things bring so much more into my life. Um, I spent a lot of time on my mom. I, out like throughout different seasons, I will be bringing up, I I do want to say I will be bringing up, (laughs) uh, more talks of where I'm at in my life and what I'm going through. (sighs) What did I miss out? What I, what, what do I want to say? Um, that I want you guys to know. Um, uh, I I think, I think I touched on almost everything. Uh, Okay. This is what I I do want to say in regards to God. Now, I know some of uh, um, some of you out there that listen to me are not Christians or don't believe in God, either you're atheist or you're agnostic or you're uh, you're a believer of one of the three uh, Abrahamic faiths, whether it's um, Islam, Christianity or Judaism. So for those that don't believe in God, you could believe this or not. For those that do believe in God, hear me out. For me, what I've, what I've found is, and those low points in my life where I don't have a lot of money to myself, I get down, I get depressed. And that is a lot of uh, pressure points for a lot of people that, that, you know, when they don't have money, they do get depressed. It does affect your mental, your emotional stability. And also, uh, you know, that's where I believe you have to get into your spiritual side. You have to reading helps reading and watching videos on people that go through these things help in my opinion i don't just get my information from the bible i like to read other things just a fun fact so for all of you christians out there i know there's a lot of people say don't read anything else i don't i don't believe that i i believe you do have to get sources from other things besides the bible in my opinion God knows my heart. God knows my relationship with him. But this is what I do want to say as far as building up that spiritual side of yourself. For myself, I realized, I I realized in myself, I I said to myself, you know, I can't let my financial uh, status determine how I feel about myself. I can't let my job or what i do to determine how i view myself how i see myself as a person cuz listen what if i lose all my limbs and i'm just sitting there with a, a whole body without any limbs I, I can't draw i can't you know do manual labor you, you know i don't you know, i don't even care for doing manual labor jobs but even if i wanted to i couldn't i i can't walk <laughs> Excuse me. (laughs) I can't run, jog, let alone walk. A lot like when like these things that these are your tools, these are are your mobility uh, mechanics of your body to help you do things. That's why God designed us this way. I believe it affects you mentally and emotionally. Uh, Man, I forget this guy, Nick, uh, Nikolai something he he's a, a he's a uh motivational speaker and um and uh, he also preaches he's he, he's this white guy that grew up with no no arms no legs and he was very depressed and at the age of eight or ten he decided to commit suicide and he didn't and the the thing that stopped him from killing himself was the love that his family like his mom and dad gave him and he didn't want to leave them with that burden on their on, on them and he's all over the world preaching and and giving the gospel and talking about you know God's love he realized who he was as a human being as a person because God created us you may look you may not be in the place where you want to be but you're better off you're better than you think you are where you are now, be grateful because, you know, it could be bad. It could be way worse. And it, I know it sounds bad when you compare your life to other people's life. Well, I could have it a lot worse, but it's it's a truth. You know, it's not, a bit, it's not about being complacent. It's about being content. And it's something I've been learning in my life. Okay, cool. I don't have all the things I want in my life. But if I had it, now I'm gonna be in a hamster world. and now, now I'm gonna be, I'm doing what I love but now I'm tired, I'm all over here, this, then. Now people that want time in my life, they want me to spend time with them, now I gotta to try to balance it. And now the things that I was longing for, I'm looking, as, looking at it as a burden, I'm like, oh man. So the point is we have to learn and, and I'm speaking for myself as well, I had to learn in my struggle with my depression of where I'm at in my life that those things don't define me. It's what I think about myself, who I say I am, who does God say I am, uh, and just remember that and be happy for where I'm at in my life. It's not easy. It it, it 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 becomes a struggle. And then when you know when you have obstacles in your life regarding like family relationships, not getting along, financial stuff, you know people asking of you when you when you don't even have for yourself, it, it gets hard. And it gets hard to really see the beauty in life when you're in a dark space. It's hard to see the light when you know you're so far from it. But you have to kind of look for the light within yourself and look for the light that, you know, look, I got to have God in my life because that's the thing that's going to keep me sane. And, and I am sometimes I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing enough and I, and I can always I can probably do enough and still feel like I'm not doing enough because because, you know, it's, it's God. He's so immense, but um, he knows so I'm going to end it there. I'm going to end it there. That's where I'm at right now in my life. Um, I didn't want this to be such a long episode. I wanted it to be like under like under 40 minutes, but it's, hey, eh, eh, it's cool. You guys getting a little bit of where I'm at currently. Uh, before I go, this will this is episode 10 and there's three more episodes. The last episode will be for season one. Uh, episode 13 will come out November 22nd, right before Thanksgiving, right before the holidays. Um, I think Thanksgiving is around that week, either that week or next week. But, it's, but that will be the last episode. Episode 13 will be the finale episode right before the holiday season. And I will be and I will definitely be back like the second week in January for the new year for 2020. So that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. If you stuck to the end, thank you for listening. This is a lot longer than I expected. Um, follow me on Instagram, 91 Dreams. I will be changing my uh apparel site on Instagram. It I will change it from 91 Dreams Apparel to the 91 Perspective, like the 91 Perspective merch site so merch will be coming next year that's when I'm gonna release my merch uh, look out for that like basically t-shirts hoodies that type of stuff that's all gonna be released for next year um, also you can follow me on YouTube called the 91 box uh, I haven't posted up any content as of late I've been slacking on that to be honest with you but follow me on Instagram subscribe to my channel And, um, you know, share this with your family and friends, share this episode. I think it's much needed. We all, you know, I think if we're more open about where we are in our life, a lot, a lot more people will be, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's better if we're more honest because, you know, we live in a world where, you know, lying is like the best thing. Uh, yeah. So this is Jay. I'm signing out. Thank you guys again for listening. And you have a wonderful and blessed day. Love you. God bless. Peace.